LAW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW, Fear the Walking, or the Walking Dead Review, excuse me. Uh, this is episode 174 for 1001, Lines We Cross, our first ever live episode. It's just me. It's just Phoenix West here. Hi. I, for some reason, just randomly went... I feel like doing The Walking Dead, not Fear the Walking Dead, not, not finishing up that season that I'm on. I think I'm on season five and they're on season seven or some shit. I'm way behind in all these. I don't care, but I say that every time I come back. It's been a while since I've recorded, blah, 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 all the usual stuff. Season 10, as you see behind me here on the screen, it's on my lovely green screen that's kind of got a little electricity going on through it because it's middle of the fucking day. It's 5 p.m. Anyway... Um, it's been a while, uh, you get to see how the sausage is packed, how the fudge is made. Oh, I fucked those up, didn't I? But you get to see it live for the first time, and it's really just me reading off my notes that I wrote over a year ago, I think, at this point. But I figure uh, season 11 of The Walking Dead is halfway through, I should finish off this series, and then get into the feast that is Fear the Walking Dead, and, and The Walking Dead World Beyond, and... You know, actually finish up the comic book because I still have two chapters of that to go and that I haven't done in a while. So, without further ado, this is Lines We Cross. I had to go back and rewatch the last two episodes of last season, of season nine, to remember what the fuck happened. And it was the heads on the on the spikes and all the people who died, which I couldn't remember. And I, God, if, if you put a gun to my head right now, I could not name four of their names. One of them is Rhett, Rhett Butler. No idea what her name is. Tammy, I think. Is Tammy one? Did I save my own life right there? We got Tammy, we got Enid, we got uh, Tara, the pregnant lesbian. And then we got those three kids. One of them's Carol's kid. Uh, yeah, there, there's another kid that's introduced in this episode. Not introduced, reintroduced to me where I'm like, who the fuck is that? I forgot Rick and Michonne had a kid. I completely forgot. It's It's been that long since I've seen the show. For some reason, though, it starts off with a satellite falling back to Earth. And then the screen says, training day. And then it cuts to a tree zombie in the water, crawling out, and Judith kills it, and it goes back to the formation where all of the main characters are like in a Spartan formation, like with shields, like, ah, ah, archers! They literally have archers. And then they go out and get their arrows and shit, and then they kill all the zombies there. Um, one of them screams, one of the zombies screams when it gets hit in the face with a spear by Alden. I didn't know what the fuck that was all about. Uh, Luke and Jules are two characters on this show. Luke is uh, Dan Fogler, who's in that new Harry Potter movie. I don't know if he's in the other ones. I haven't seen them. The new... I almost say Crimes of Grimswald. That's like the subtitle. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. That's the worst title ever, but he's in that now, and so he's a legit actor. Anyway, they're flirting about some hot dog-shaped trophies or some shit for way too long, and they literally go, I'm flirting with you. I also am flirting with you. Okay, goodbye. Goodbye. Nice flirt. Okay, goodbye. And then that's over. And I'm like, who the fuck is she? I have no idea. Uh, there's palm trees and white sand because it keeps cutting back and forth. And I'm like, where the hell are we? Where did they go down to the Caribbean? I don't, I don't know what the fuck is happening, where we are, what, how, how late this is. Judith is roughly the same age. So we must, we must not have jumped forward in time again. Um, Judith and some other kids are, they're playing in the sand and they find like a half of a face in a, in a bucket of sand. So therefore the next chapter is titled skin. There's this title for the chapters, which God, I couldn't tell you why there's chapters. It's, I'll get to that later though. This one's called Skin and it's Michonne and Aaron. They radio to Alexandria that because they found a mask in the sand, they should be cautious. 
There's a lot of this going on in this episode where it's just, hey, you should be cautious. But not too cautious, but like yellow, yellow amount of cautiousness. Yellow sounds good, right? I don't want to go to orange cautiousness because that, uh, that's dangerously close to red. And I think beyond red is black. You wave the black flag. Luckily, it doesn't go the other way where you're so cautious that it goes back over to white after black where you just you don't realize that you're giving up every time. I don't know if the zombies can tell colors or not or if they knew the meaning of a white flag being waved, but maybe the other people would, like the other, like if the saviors still, were still around. Might, might not be a good idea. Anyway, Aaron runs off from Michonne and then he almost dies on a bridge and Michonne yells at him about almost dying, but not almost dying, just because he almost died on a bridge. Because Rick died on a bridge, as far as she knows. So she's mad at him for that. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. And I was like, Michonne's been wearing the same gray pants for the entire series now. Those things must be disgusting. Or she's washing them all the time. But jeans, like, regular wear and tear of jeans, you you gotta, if you don't wash them all the time, the more you wash, the more you, you the less they last. But still... The best pair of pants will not last you through the zombie apocalypse. I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen. You're doing way too much work. Way too much lifting and bending and twisting and stabbing and slicing. Whatever she's doing, all her weird samurai bullshit. Those pants aren't going to last. And they say, we're done playing nice. I was like, oh, okay. And then the rest of the episode and the next one, they're playing nice. So it meant nothing. It really meant nothing. Uh, at, at this point, I notated that I hate looking at IMDb for names because when I watched this last, I didn't remember their names, so I had to go to IMDb to go, who's this character? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I saw the alphas in it. I'm like, oh, ruined it. I don't like seeing that someone's going to pop up here in the episode that you haven't seen yet. I, I like to be caught off guard. But the problem is, I, I watch this show so infrequently now that I don't remember their names and have to go back. And this time, I didn't go to IMDb. I just went back to the episode and watched it. And I was like, okay, that's their name. Now I know his name. Okay. Uh, Magna shows up, shows my campsite and uh, the, the whisperers were there and they're just like, what the hell happened here? It reminded me of a scene out of like a, you know, fallout or red dead redemption game where you're trying to figure out the mystery of this campsite, what the fuck happened. And they never do. So it doesn't pay off in any satisfying way, but they found skin. Great. Uh, back at, I don't fucking know where we are anymore. Alexandria, let's just say, uh, Judith is telling RJ and I only know his, he's RJ because I wrote this in my notes about a year ago and I was like, oh yeah, Rick Jr. So I reminded myself, my, 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 at that time I, I reminded my future self about who the fuck that character is. And she's telling him a story about Rick and how he's like a tall, he's like the brave man. He fought off the hordes and, and blew the bridge up to save his friends. Is the brave man have to die? Um, yeah, motherfucker's dead. Well, well. To be fair, the uh, the bowl cut lesbian girl took him up in a in an airplane. The trash queen took him up, and then we, who the fuck knows where that's going? Does anybody care at this point? Um, suddenly, the satellite enters the atmosphere, and someone yells at Michonne that Eugene's on the radio, and then it goes bird wisdom. I'm like, okay, we're sticking with this whole chapters, aren't we? Great. The chapters are there only to break up when they're starting that story over so they can end with the satellite entering the atmosphere. That's it. Bird wisdom. Back at Alexandria, Rosita and Eugene are working with a baby and they're playing like... Dun, 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 dun. I think it's the Beatles. Is it the fucking Beatles? The Maxwell Silver Ham? If I'm running a song like that where it's like... Ding, 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 ding. 
And it's got he's, it's Eugene writing like 45 inches around from between this knuckle here to the middle of the forearm and, and you know, really weird specific lengths that nobody would ever measure on a baby. And he's like, and he's drawn this little graph. And it's a graph of one baby, so it's like you can only track that baby's growth. So what's the point of doing that? You're not tracking. I didn't see any charts of like previous babies and like the averages for them. It seemed like that was just that one baby, and it was the same kind of uh, parabola going on. So it was like, okay, well, it's still growing at the same rate. I, okay, this thing does not account for growth spurts at all. It's just all the exact same growths, no matter when he takes them. I don't, I don't know what his charts are for, what his plan is, but um, there, Gabriel is sitting there freaked out about something, and we don't find out what it is. I don't, I still don't know what it is. I can't tell you what he's freaked out about. Uh, Lydia is learning to read with a bunch of like kids half her age and she, she gets pissed off and then they interrupt it because they found the skin. Uh, Lydia goes outside. She starts to talk to Negan and Negan's like, they're going to come after you. You know, you're the, uh, soon it's going to turn to you because you're not one of them. I'm not one of them. And he's like picking tomatoes and shit. And that's all we get for Negan for then. Um, Sadiq is having like PTSD flashbacks from when he was locked up with the other uh, people who got their head on spikes. He was the only survivor on purpose. And I forgot that his his section of last season ends with him doing like a 45-minute speech to the group. And I'm like, I don't fucking care this much about Sadiq. Why am I watching this? I also forgot that he's he's the baby daddy for Rosita's baby. And Eugene is raising it. I don't I don't care. What are we doing? A, it's like a soap opera storyline that nobody cares. No, not The characters themselves barely care. There's a scene in, in the last episode in the, uh, the Storm, I think it's called, where, last episode of season nine, it's called The Storm, where he goes, Negan is making fun of Father Gabriel, and he calls him Father, not the Father, and I'm like, was Father Gabriel a part of this? What the fuck? Did, what, how many da baby daddies are there? That's, that woman's rich in baby daddies. It's crazy. Um, he starts freaking out. Uh, Dr. Carlson pops out and they have this really awkward conversation that I think is supposed to be funny, but it, none of the jokes land and it's very awkward. And there's like gay panic lines in there. Uh, Negan tells Gabriel it's starting. The, it's starting. And he's talking about how they're going to turn on them. And he's like, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. He's worried that the people are getting too scared. He's like, you gotta, you gotta put your foot down and let them know that you got this taken care of. Uh, there is a satellite over Alexandria again, blah, blah, blah. Eugene radios Oceanside, and turns out that's where they were in the beginning with the, the white sand and the palm trees. I guess somewhere outside of D.C. there's white sand and palm trees. I, what? I, where the fuck are they? I still don't know. In the comic, they go to, like, Ohio or something. Anyway, uh, Sea Dogs is the next chapter. Uh, Kelly's hearing is going out, and that scene lasts for four seconds. And then Connie looks at Daryl and is like... <laughs> And so does Connie have a wet vag for Daryl now? I guess we're doing this as if I give a shit. Um, soon Pirate Carol arrives and Daryl gives her shit for trying about trying to find the Alpha. She, I guess she goes out at night and tries to find Alpha. And Carol likes to see life because she doesn't have to worry about, you know, her family members being killed anymore. There's a great scene in the next, in third episode, I believe, where she's looking at a, like a home ec book and she sees all the kids she was trying to take care of dead and then her standing there. Um, Next up, next segment is called New Mexico, and they show another CGI deer, which looks a, a lot better than the last one they did when Rick and Michonne were at the weird carnival, and you see that terrible CGI deer, which I want on like a t-shirt. It's, it's so bad. 
it runs off. It dies on the border. And Daryl is like, we're not going over there. It's the border. And Carol's like, fuck you. We're going over there. And he's like, it's too late anyway. And the zombies eat it. She goes, that deer would have fed 200 people. I'm like, how much meat is in a deer? 200? Really? Damn. I had no idea. Um, Daryl finally tells Carol that she's his best friend. She makes fun of him. Uh, and I realize at this point, he talks more in this episode than the entire season as a piss and shit janitor. The entire time he was a piss and shit janitor, he just went, ah, ah, get out my lawn, zipper face or zipper head, whatever. He sounds like Clint Eastwood and Gran Torino in that entire season. They talk about going to New Mexico and starting over and just running away. And then they see the satellite. And I'm like, this better fucking pay off the satellite. Doesn't, doesn't pay off. Doesn't pay off at all. Lines We Cross is the next one. And it's the title of the episode. Wow. Uh, the fire from the satellite makes Oceanside uh, go to put it out across the border. They, so they finally say, fuck it, we got to go over there. It's just going to ruin our hunting grounds. And they'll be happy because we did this. They dig a trench and they're throwing water and salt on it. Um, Ezekiel's struggling. He's coughing. And I was like, is he dying? And then the dead come up on him in a large herd. They take care of him. The next pointless chapter, this one could have been in the exact same chapter. It's just called Embers. And they're just pointless little plot structures. I remember I did a story in, in creative writing class in college. And I wrote like each day or something like that. I forget what I did. Like Saturday. And my teacher just goes, these are completely pointless. They don't change anything. Please stop doing this. And I'm like, noted. Okay. <laughs> like, understood. So when I see that now, I'm like, that's not, I don't need a new one called Embers. When it's just continuing from the last chapter, it doesn't make any sense. And then they, they kill the zombies in slow motion. So it literally is just a continuation of what was happening in the previous chapter. Daryl goes, ah, and throws an axe, and it hits a tree and falls over exactly on the zombies with like an amazing shot in a video game. It's kind of, it was a crazy shot, Daryl. Um, after the fire is out, Eugene wants the satellite out. He's freaking out. And I was Luke is the only one who brings up the fact that there could be a lot of radiation around this thing. And I was like, that's all I was thinking this entire time. I'm like, why are they just like... Uh, like the licking the side of the satellite, like I wonder what's in there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like that thing's covered in radiation. God damn, leave it alone. Back the fuck away from it. Um, Carol and Daryl are are walking around, and they go to the edge of the cliff, and they look out, and this is where the. I'm glad I rewound and watched the previous episodes because this is where. Alpha shows Daryl there's the th- tens of thousands of zombies out there. This time there's none of them. They look down, and Daryl walks away. Carol looks down and sees Alpha walk out and go, "Ah, and that's where this one ends. I made fun of a lot of uh, nitpicky stuff, but I did like the episode. Season 9 was good, a lot better than season 7, 8. This one, still going strong. Not the greatest episode, but I still gave it a 7. I gave it a 7 out of 10. It was solid. Not Not a lot in it. Once it got past the stupid Spartan training stuff, I liked it a lot more. I uh, I don't I didn't need the chapters there, Angela. Angela Kang wrote this one, I believe. I didn't need the chapters. They did not help in any way. Uh, just no. This they do that a lot in this show, and I don't know why they do that. Just sometimes it's it's got to be a all or nothing ordeal with that, or it's a very special episode of of The Walking Dead where. The zombie gets molested by Rick. It's like, you know, and that's that's telling a very specific storyline that's not in the general episode types. You got It's got to be a one-off or it's got to be all of them. And it's like every third, fourth episode in the show. And it's like, why do they do this sometimes? I just don't understand the, the logic behind it. But that's all I'm going to say about it because I'm running late and 
yeah, I got to do my other live show. So I have a feeling I'm not going to get to episode 1002. So I'll, I'll just cut this short. Um, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do episode 1002 right now. Until next time. Oh, LIWstudios.com. Until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.